let's do it. Let's push buttons and do a show. Do you have an intro? Let's do an intro together. Have we ever done that before? Yeah, it didn't really work out, but let's try it again. No, I think we I think we can make it work. And we've got like yeah. what? Like a minute to come up with something and practice it and then do it, right? Okay. So you wanna okay, so I'll say welcome to and then you say J and I'll say B and then you say C and I'll say cousin from a brother of a mother who's wait, no. Okay. You I, I've got I've got I, I think I've got the idea. So okay. Just we're just gonna bounce back and forth. Okay, got J. B. C. This is my brother. From another. Mother. But the same. Grandmother. Podcast. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Not not too shabby. I think we could, I think that should be, let's, all right, this is episode, what, 170? Let's just uh, remember, and then whenever we can't think of an intro, I'll just play episode 170. And people will be like, oh yeah. Okay. It's the JBC show. What does JBC stand for? I forgot. Oh yeah. Just be cracking the dawn of the butt. The butt dawn. It's just, just butt crack of dawn. Just but it's JBC of dawn. It is. Uh five five fifty four AM. Did you have you ever known a person named Dawn? Like ostensibly a, a girl, but it might be a boy. I guess Dawn would be yeah. a D O N and then Dawn girl D A W N. Not that it matters. Yeah, I met a Don D A W N in uh, Taco Bell grad school when I was doing my advanced oh, taco cool. studies. I knew a Don in kindergarten. I, I, I didn't study her taco, by the way. <laughs> Good. We were just colleagues. Yeah, we weren't personally acquainted. Yeah. Um, speaking of colleagues, um, yeah. listener, before the show started, uh, I called Joe on Skype and I said hello, and he said that was beautiful, and I said somebody has to be the the person who sounds good while singing and is also larger than uh, not now that Adele isn't like that because Adele used to be um, not svelte and now she's svelte. And then Joe yeah. said to me, do people, are people mad at Adele? And I said, let's save it for the show. Cause that pisses me off. <laughs> okay. Look, I don't know. I, I, I really am not up on this. And uh, I heard Bill Maher, somebody just bring it up the other day. And I was like, Hmm. Are, are, is this an upset? Is this something? I did see a picture of Adele, and I was like, uh, you know what? She's always been gorgeous, but uh, you know, I trim. Don't, I don't agree. Adele looks gorgeous as well. I don't I agree. Mean, she, you, you don't look. The, you don't think that Adele has always been gorgeous? No, I don't think she was then. I don't think she is now. Oh uh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've always thought she was good looking. No, no. I mean, I say. maybe she is. I don't know because I don't look at Adele. I don't live with her, and I don't um, buy clothes for her, and I don't uh, I don't go grocery shopping. We don't have dinner together. The most I know Very about good. Adele is her singing, right? Which is really, really good. Grammy well, award-winning. Well, that's the most good. important thing when it comes to Adele for yeah. me is the singing. But, yeah, uh, I don't see any problem with acknowledging some physical attractiveness. I anyway. well, okay. I you know just for the sake of argument and for the next fifty-four minutes of the show, I'm gonna say i do have a problem with acknowledging it because it's like my understanding of the adele issue and um listener i'm really sorry if you didn't want to tune into us weekly or people today but that's what's happening my my issue is that <laughs> my understanding is that she hasn't brought it up that you know she's posted a few photos of herself but that she hasn't like said hey everybody i'm skinny now fuck you and she hasn't said here's my diet regime and here is why i'm better than you because i did this you know or that's that's good right uh, I've, 
I'm happy to hear that. The, it's, yeah. I like Adele even more now. I like the, that approach. Yeah. Okay. That's my understanding that she hasn't really talked about it all that much. She's posted a few photos, and I think that in his I, again, I don't follow her on Instagram, but if someone were to tell me, well, she wasn't posting photos before, but now she is, I was like, okay, she's she's happy about it, and that's that's fine. But the fact that anybody is is anything about this, I'm I'm mad about people having opinions at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. That's really, Jason, where I'm coming from yeah. is like, are people angry with her or even what? Whose fucking business is this really? Yeah. And uh, whatever. If she wanted to lose weight and she did and she's happy about it, then yeah. great. Or and, if she did. I, I yeah. always thought I've I've found her aesthetically captivating Okay. before and after this you know, weight loss situation. However right. that happened again, that's her business. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I got the impression from Bill Maher that, that people were kind of upset or, or interpreting this as, uh, yeah, I don't know that she had been pressured, pressured into what an, an eating disorder. And I was like, uh, uh what? Okay. I, I just don't know. I don't know where people are coming well, from. Man. Pe people weird. don't like it when things change. I understand that. I guess I just suppose it's a matter of like, Okay, you you said that you've always thought she was aesthetically pleasing to the eyeballs, and I, I don't have a problem with that. I'm I'm a guy that looks at porn all the time, so who I was gonna I? say if you yeah. have a problem with that, like well, I, I don't I don't have a problem with people looking at people and having whatever emotional reaction they have. Obviously, who, who the fuck am I to tell people anything? But uh, the the idea that people, um, okay, let me see if I can get this. If if Adele if a person if Adele was walking down the street and she wasn't Adele but she was just like Frida right her name's Frida and she uh, is a uh, I don't know she's a junior VP at a law firm she's a person of professional accomplishment but she doesn't have a team of MTV video artists uh, and makeup professionals doing her up right she doesn't have yeah. a billion dollar wardrobe right she's just a person i'm not saying that i know anything about your particular way of looking at people but i'm inclined to think the vast majority of the people who said she was beautiful would not have given her a second glance she benefited from all of that uh that stuff which is fine that's how that's how glamour works i get it right 99.9 .9 of the people will benefit from that you or i even me because uh, i'm sure. hideous to behold even i you give me those people they're gonna make they're going to make me look good enough such that when I look different later, someone's going to get mad. Yeah. Well, hey, let's face it. If, if right. part of your job is to be presented physically, yeah. uh, you know, as an image, then, you know, a lot of a lot of celebrities have entire teams. And yeah. well, let's face it, a lot of them have nutritionists and yeah. uh, and or dietitians, uh, trainers and stuff like that to keep this image going. Right. And they have a team of people to to. Uh, Primp them up and uh, you know makeup and hair and all that good stuff. Right. I I really think though, you know that there's a, I think there's a part of our brain, a part of our neurology that uh, recognizes faces. Yes. Right. Just facial recognition. Yes. And I'm telling you, beyond any makeup or the way that they've done Adele's hair, there is something about just the structure of her face and the look in her eye that mm -hmm. I find very captivating well, mesmerizing it, it might be nothing more than I'm, not, and I'm trying to belittle what you're saying it might be nothing more than confidence here's somebody who's got an extraordinary talent that she has developed and when she no doubt performs 
it's the same with me and I watch female comedians. I mean, I'm not ashamed, but I'm not proud of the fact that I find most of them just really sexually appealing when they're making me laugh. Now, that's not what I'm going to take with me. Like if someone says, hey, is so-and-so a good comedian? I'm not going to say, yeah, she's hot. I'll say, yes, she's funny, right? Um, and personally, I can re respond to that. So it might be the confidence thing. It might also be that we are treated to the same faces over and over and over again. There is an aesthetic that Hollywood follows. And so anybody who's picked out and, and propped up automatically falls in that context. And here's the thing. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that at all. That's that's totally cool. It's just that I, I don't see the usefulness of saying that that person is beautiful in the context of versus everyone else. Because like I said, not everyone. And as you said, not everyone has that team of people. And I think what's key is those people who do the makeup and the clothes and the this and the that and the other. It's not so much that they're slapping on a, um, they're not slapping an image on a person. What they're doing is finding that thing in the person that makes them, you know, either unique or uniquely beautiful and brings that out and features it, right? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So for it, for example, it might have been someone is looking at Adele, Adele and going, you look like a normal person like everyone else on the planet, but your eyes are amazing. So we're going to put makeup on you such that your eyes really pop. And then, mm -hmm. and then people will go, wait a minute, because her eyes are popping, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and check out her other business. And whether it's being her cheekbones, her chin, her nose, her brow, whatever. And they decide, you know what? I like the way this has all been assembled. She's good looking. And then they go, and because, here's the next part, because she is of a particular physical aesthetic, I'm going to identify with her because I have that aesthetic or I know someone who has that aesthetic or I appreciate that people with that aesthetic are oppressed. And that aesthetic now goes with her beauty. And then later when that aesthetic changes, people are like, oh, I lost it. Fuck you. Why did you do that to me? As if it had anything mm. to do with them in the first place. And that's why they right. get mad, which is stupid. Yeah, yeah. I, I follow you completely. And, yeah. and the, it makes sense that such a thing would happen. Right. <clears throat> but uh, the people are allowed to their opinion. My problem is not so much that that happens. It's that people feel like them having an opinion matters. If you have yeah, that is really weird. I was talking yeah. with my wife um, about this and how now public opinion kind of it operates like a uh, DSM four axis two personality disorder. I was going to say like that. Well, no, what does that mean? <laughs> well, D, I'm just Taco Bell manager, but yeah. DSM four. Is it four or five? We're on the we're on the DSM five now. Yeah. But in the DSM four, there was okay. an entire axis of disorders called personality disorders, and those okay. included like um, antisocial personality disorder, which yeah. is what you know in the the common term is is sociopath or psychopath yeah. if they're malignant and, or dangerous and yeah. uh, and and uh, borderline personality disorder. Yep. Obsessive compulsive personality disorder, which is different than obsessive compulsive disorder oh i didn't know that we'll talk about it sometime over a couple of yeah. tacos anyway yeah. yeah this is all very boring but the fa the fact is people are so and there's narcissistic personality disorder yeah right i just so happen to have been flipping through the dsm4 not the dsm5 the other day uh -huh. and i realized that social media is like a huge collective narcissistic personality disorder operating yes on the internet yeah <laughs> and, it, and it, it's bizarre and it and it begets things like this where suddenly people think that their rantings and ravings and their completely unfounded opinions about other people's business are very important yes the most important yes and that's 
fucking it's, weird. It's, I, you know, people like you and I, we, we do a podcast and we try to acknowledge that what we say is bullshit. And we try to acknowledge that it's all in fun. And we try to acknowledge that we're being hypocritical when we say that people who think what they say is important is not, right? Because we, because we're, Right, because what are we doing? Yeah. I get it. Yeah, and, and that echoes something. Like, early on in the show's history, we uh, we asked some folks to review, some professional podcasters review us. They they reviewed it. They said we were a bunch of – they said they were stupid, and they were right because we still are. Um, and they said also the two dudes talking about bullshit, it's been done. What do they have to bring to the, um, to the genre, so to speak? They didn't use those words. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they didn't do anything, but neither do we. They acknowledge their own hypocrisy. So we're trying to do the same thing here. Yeah, in fact, in their review, it seemed to trigger some introspection on their part. And they started to kind of like self-flagellate. A little bit, yeah. (laughs) It was fun fun to listen to. Well, I think that... Anyway, they they also decided that you are funnier, Jason, which uh, I kind of agree with that. uh, I try my best, but... That's because you're good looking. um, But they also said, you know, as a, a rambling, bantering... Uh, podcast were kind of serviceable. They just wonder why anybody would do what we do right. anymore. Yeah, because it's it's old hat. Right. And, uh, well, certainly useless. we're no we're no Adele, right? Uh, no, big or little, whatever she looks like. She gets in a car accident and and she gets blinded in one eye. Whatever, she's still got that voice. And I'm inclined to think that by now, and heck, this is probably true a long time ago. Her musical sensibility is. You know, even if she never sang again, she could still contribute to arts and letters, right? She her 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 mind is is of a of a musical band because you can't just because you got a beautiful voice doesn't mean get up there and you know sing the Star Spangled Banner for eighteen years straight. People are gonna get tired of it anyway. The thing is, yeah, is I'm that we're here. We are for fifteen minutes now, spouting off and saying basically we're sick and tired of people spouting off. I I guess it's <laughs> yeah, that's uh. That's funny. I think in general, it's like you, you kind of put your money where your mouth is. You're right. Like you get on YouTube and um, you watch a video and then you go and read the comments because you're stupid. Not you, Joe, me. And there are people who are voicing their opinions. And I really want to get in and say, who the fuck are you? And, and why do you think that you're typing onto a keyboard, it, it contributes to this at all, right? Why do you think that well, I, you're contributing? I want to I want to chime in on this because I do find myself still like I'll go on I'm kind of new on Instagram and I just flip through and I do like the people that I'm I don't know is it friends or whatever the people that I'm following that's yeah. what it is on Instagram. Yeah. Um, well, and some of my friends are actually like professional or, or very skilled amateur photographers and mm-hmm. Instagram is kind of around the images and stuff like that. I'm like, well, this is really cool. Yeah. But I don't really contribute. And um, long ago on Facebook, I used to get into Facebook arguments. Sure. And uh, that's something I just don't do anymore. I can't. I barely comment. I barely post. But mm-hmm. I do find myself every once in a while just going in to see what is being posted. Sure. And re- reading through it. And I don't know if I wear this as a badge of honor, but I don't. I, I feel weird contributing anymore. It, right. it feels awkward to join a conversation. Uh-huh. I will from time to time, but it'll usually be some thing about like somebody posted something about sunny day real estate because a bunch of people during COVID-19 are like, what are your top 10 albums? Yeah, that's the type of stuff like real light, fluffy stuff. I'm into that on Facebook because then I'll have some 
dude that I went to high school with will post 10 albums. And one of them is one that I really like that I haven't heard in a long time. And I'll comment. I'll be like, ooh, that Sunny Day Real Estate album was great. You know, yeah. good job. I'm going to go listen to it tonight. This is like, this is the extent of Facebook engagement that I'm sure. willing to to participate in. Right. Uh, well, okay, like, so go ahead. Oh, well, anyway, I just, to, to get, I am convinced that my, if there's some political post on Facebook, one, who gives a fuck? What most of the time I'm like, ugh, and I just keep swiping. I'm looking for pictures of people's kids or something about a, you know, top 10 emo albums or something. Give me something. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about your political or COVID 19 thoughts or lists or graphs or any of that. And the 300 comments of people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about right. fighting about it afterwards. Right. I'm certainly not going to join that fight. Because I don't think anybody in there has an opinion that's worth a shit, most likely, and yeah. certainly not me. I'm not. I'm not going to pretend that my fucking opinion on this is is valid. Well, uh, you 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 bring me you bring us to a, a place I wanted to get to, and that's that's good. And it's like if if somebody says on a on a, a political post, you know, um, they say something like Obama's got weird looking ears, right? And then somebody else responds to that comment saying. Um, I disagree. I think his ears are great. And then they get a back and forth going. Doesn't matter where it goes. It could go. Um, it could go politically appropriate. It could go racist. It could go. You know, aesthetic aesthetics. This or the history of of ear surgery. I don't know. That back and forth is is what it is. And good for those people having that conversation. I mean, good in the sense that people are having a conversation. Uh, that's fine. What okay. I'm getting at is. And I think this is what you're talking about when you say you don't contribute anymore. Is that the unsolicited, either adulation or or the acrimony towards something? Is if you know somebody posts something that says like I really like this song, and then someone's response is this song sucks. It's like who the fuck are you to say that right. this song sucks? <laughs> and even if you are someone to say it sucks, like say let's say. Adele listens to this show. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Adele. I really am. You have w- way better things to do your time to listen to a couple of assholes spout for an hour. Let's don't say she worry. Listens she this won't show. listen to it. Most and, people don't. And and later on, I'm going to play a song for you. And she were to um, uh, say just, you know, uh, that song sucked. I'm like, well, she's Adele. She's musically gifted. She's trained. She's experienced. But shut the fuck up, Adele. I didn't ask you. Right? I don't care who you are. Shut up. Now, if she said, my name is Adele, and I'm going to today talk to you about why I think this song sucks, and then she laid out her argument, now that's fine. That's good. Right? Well, that's at least it's something to be discussed yeah. about. Yeah. I, I get it. Or, I understand people are, are having conversations. I shouldn't disparage that necessarily. No. But a lot of them are... A lot of these conversations are useless because they're just they're just they just ratchet up emotion and they're yeah, not there too. for yeah. actual exchange of information and learning. That's not yeah, what's yeah. happening. I, I don't I don't begrudge people wanting to have a back and forth with someone over anything. For I mean, for crying out loud, 170 times now, you and I've had back and forths that bear no good for humanity <laughs> right yeah that's there was cool. no discernible benefit right. for either of us or society right <laughs> or I, anybody yeah. i have a wife and my wife has a sister and her the sister was um she used to work for this company and and that gave her a certain uh level of a gravitas and so 
one time her company put her talking about something the company did on YouTube, right? Um, okay. Okay. And now my wife's sister, I'm going to go ahead and say this, is a decent looking human being. I'm not going to tell you that she's so devastatingly beautiful. It makes you drool. She's capable of that. All human beings are, you know, like on her wedding day, for example, she had a team of professionals who did her up. She looked really nice, but that's not her normal day-to-day look, right? Neither is she too hideous to, to behold. She's a normal person. And yet there were so many comments on this YouTube video about people saying kind of hot, not that hot, I'd do her if I didn't have someone else. To, you know, this kind oh of bullshit. Oh, my God. Just, yeah. like, weighing in with their completely fucking inane yeah. <laughs> response to how she looks. Yeah. Unasked that, for. That is, yeah. like, uh, that's disappointing, guys. And that's what I feel like guys. this Adele thing is. Is like people are saying, I'm mad at her for being skinny now. It's like, I don't give a fuck. Be mad then. You know what? I'm mad at you for being born, right? Could you put yeah. your picture on the internet so I can say I'm mad at you for being born? And, and, I always picture, maybe this is cliche, but I always picture some just pathetic 45-year-old, let's go Let's go, 52-year-old okay. that is in their basement, in their parents' basement. And if you're 52, that means your parents are fucking in their 80s or something. Yeah. Uh, never had a job. Just all they do is sit on their computer, eat fucking junk food, and be angry assholes. Right. And, and that... That's that's who I I always envision right. somebody who like I I put it in a context where their opinion is is really particularly not to be considered. <laughs> well, let's yeah. And, I and, imagine that they've had a life that is so bereft of accomplishment. Yes, and uh, that that they have nothing to say. That none of their opinions hold any water be, because they're right. pieces of shit. Yes, and <clears throat> and. If I can, I'll just re- repeat myself. I can up the ante. Um, mm-hmm. When people who have had a life of accomplishments and you aren't in their parents' basements, but are in the mansion they built from their own hard-earned money. Uh, like and, Adele. Yeah. And they say, you know, here's my unasked for opinion. F- fuck you, too. I don't care. You, you, no one asked you, and and when you said narcissistic, Joe, before, I that's why it really that that struck a chord with me because it really is. It's, it's uh, maybe this. I'm going to super oversimplify this, but I, I, back sure. in the day before the internet was as shitty as it is before, it was all it was shitty. But you'd have people on forums asking questions like, "Hey, world, um, I don't know how to do this thing. Does anyone know how to do this thing?" And you get jerk offs. Your response would be, "Nope." It's like, <laughs> no, that's a really good example, Jason. Yeah. Because it's like, you, you just said nope, just to, to make sure that every, your, your perspective is so fucking important. You're so self-important. Yeah. That your chiming in with nope somehow was necessary. Exactly. And you really yeah. think that, that it was important to everybody. Right. To, to confirm that you don't know. You yeah, don't it, know the answer to this fucking question. So, so oh, this is that this activates me like emotionally. Jesus. Good, good. You should be Man, activated because this is dumb. About this. And, so and, dumb. And who the fuck cares, right? That I'm getting mad at some asshole for typing right. nope, right? It's just that, like, okay, the <laughs> That's modern, true. Yeah. the the most. I think I say this. Maybe I'm a little bit biased because I'm always in it. But Reddit is the the premier forum-based discussion, uh, blah, 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 where a person could say, hey, everybody, blah, 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 and someone could go, nope. Or the comments are just like, this is stupid, or this sucks, or what have you. And 
and that's where I see it. I, to this day, I still see it. The, the vast majority of the, the contribution that most people are making is it's worthless. It's pointless. It's, it's draining. It's, it's, uh, entropic entropy making, whatever the, I don't know what I'm saying. It, it may, and it, it's just a clear indication of, of those individuals. Nar- narcissism. And, and I think a non anonymity breeds this narcissism because they're sitting there and they see that somebody has said something and they can, uh, maybe it's like when you go to a concert and you know, the, the, Singer gets up there and says, you guys ready to rock? And everybody goes, yeah, right? If one person decided to not go, yeah, and that one person's like, I could scream right now, but they're not going to hear me. They don't even care what I say, even if I were to say no. Uh, the crowd is still going to be what the crowd is. I'm going to just to keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to put energy into saying, yeah, for no reason, right? Another person standing next to him is like, "Well, I'm going to do because I want to participate, and I know that my voice is going to be drowned out. I'm fine with the fact that I won't be recognized. I want to be. I don't want to exist. I want to be part of the greater whole. It's it's Nirvana. Is, is fucker. that what it is? Maybe is, that's what is it, it is. That, okay. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe when a person says nope, what they're really saying is, I choose to not exist. My, I'm lending my voice to the cacophony. Um, so that instead of being uh, regarded as an individual, I'm just another uh, tiny wave in the the, in the waveform of the universal of this, noise of this larger collective. Right, and and I I just want to be a part of this this huge mass. Maybe that's what it is, but I feel like it's a bit reactionary, and I could be wrong here, but I feel that when a person is like, "Hey, did you hear Adele got skinny?" And a person saying, oh, man, that makes me so mad. It's like, don't – couldn't you think about what you were going to say, why you're going to say it, what it mattered? And if you weren't, fucker, could you at least record it and put it on the internet for the rest of us to download one hour per week so that those of us who also do that feel a little bit better about being as stupid as we are? We need more stupid <laughs> podcasts. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, I want to I want to defend our podcast just a little bit. Okay. Okay. I think we set ourselves up in conversation to try and make each other laugh. Then we put this on the internet, and there there are some people that listen to it in hopes because we've made them laugh before, and they hope that we'll do it again. Sure, yeah. And that's it. I don't. I, and sometimes we do kind of get <laughs> we we dive into our own opinions on things and our own emotional reactions on things. Mm-hmm. Maybe people find that amusing. Maybe not. But I think the point of this is we're trying to kind of land on on funny, maybe interesting things, mm-hmm. and we're doing it for each other. Yeah. <clears throat> Look, usually we only have one listener, and by the way, the listener today, as I understand, I, I now have an app that tells us the name of the listener. Oh, cool. Because there's only there's only one listener every yeah. time, and and today the name the I'm looking at the app right now. Name of the listener today will be because we're recording it now. He'll listen to it later. Uh, Lewis. Hey, Lewis. Lewis Creed from Ludlow, Maine. Lewis, welcome. Yeah. Anyway, so I love you, man. I don't think yes, we have a narcissistic podcast. We even make fun of that a little bit, but but I want to give us some credit here. We're, okay. we're we're actually setting ourselves up in conversation to exercise like some comedic skill, at least that we think that we have, mm-hmm. to make each other laugh, and then maybe hopefully other people laugh. And I think that's that's noble at its. Yeah at its base i guess so i guess that sort of is fine we're offering unsolicited opinions but we're not necessarily attaching these opinions 
to the thing on which we are opining, right? A person can come to our podcast and listen to it. It's not as if mm-hmm. right now on YouTube, you know, someone is clicking on an Adele video and then halfway through our voices pipe it and say, we don't give a damn whether she's skinny. We don't care what people think. The only thing we care about is, and then whatever it is we care about that day, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess there, there's that. And yes, if a comedian, like a, um, pick one, um, uh, who's a good comedian? I just Bill uh, Burr. Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. All right, I have opinions about him, but we'll go with Bill Burr. Bill Burr is like, you know, hey, everybody, I want to talk about Adele's ass. Okay, he's a comedian. He's creating a thing that you can consume to your delight or your derision, whatever. And that's fine. That's his profession. That's cool. I understand that his opinion isn't what's important. It's that he, it's that he presented it, right? And that's yeah. the thing is like, well, that Bill Burr presented his opinion about Adele's having smaller boobs than she used to. I accept that. I don't accept that people are commenting on her when I didn't ask for it. I didn't buy tickets to their show. I didn't download their album. All I did was right, right. go on Reddit and see 15 headlines that say, uh, hey, I have an opinion. And it's it's super subtle and complicated. And I know I'm not going to be able to adequately... For the last half hour, I have not adequately explained myself, but I'm confident in my brain, Joe, that well, I'm right. I'm, I'm like I'm shimmying, I'm jazz handing here yeah. I, I think I'm following you. Okay. And, and the the fact is, if you're tuning in to somebody to to hear their opinions or to hear their kind of response to something and engage with that intellectually or emotionally, that's fine, mm-hmm. and that's your thing to do. And and. So I guess I would argue that by going on to Reddit or going on to Facebook or engaging with the internet in the way that people do, that's kind of like buying a ticket to the show. Okay, yeah. Now everybody feels like they're the fucking star of the show. Yeah. Boom. Yes. And maybe just as a way to peter off and like the Viagra of my rage is starting to wear off, maybe as a way to... Peter out here is like, maybe that's what it's supposed to be. Maybe I am the asshole. No, not maybe. I'm the asshole for saying, hey, you should not have gone on Reddit and said, nope. I don't want to be a part of that show. That's I j- Through talking with you, I just realized why I don't comment on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to kind of go in and watch the show as as much as I can tolerate it. But but then I keep that's why I keep moving. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. that, that's 300 comments about some COVID-19 graph. And there's going to be Trump assholes in there and there's going to be far left radical people in there. And, oh, my God, I don't want to read any of that. And I, so I just keep moving. Right. I, I don't want to be a part of the show. I just want to watch it. Maybe for some because people. Because the show to me is a, is a shit show. Half it is a shit show. Most of the time. And it, when I when I recognize that it's a shit show. I move on, which is see. I I won't. I don't want to buy the ticket to the shit show. I want to buy the ticket to the show of your son singing underwear hat. Okay, that to me is the show that I want right. to watch. And I'm happy to put more underwear on his head for him to sing that for you. I think that's that's fine. Good. I guess, I guess for some people, and maybe for us on occasion, for some people, they buy the ticket because they want to either, you know, become one with the universe by saying nope. And no one is supposed to know, no one's supposed to care that it's an individual. Or maybe they just figure that's how you do it. That's what you're supposed to do. Like, it's their job. It's like, hey, if I if I don't say nope, this fucker might get away with thinking no one heard his question. Which is, that's a pretty arrogant point of view. Anyway, we should probably move on. I think we've not only beat this horse to death, we've turned it into a pace, liquefied it, drank it, and then barfed it out and beat the barf. We've beaten the barf. 
Okay. Well, I, I just wanted to go back. What started this whole fucking thing yes. was the first thing I heard when we got online today. <laughs> the way that you said hello to me was great, and I, it was it was so beautifully <laughs> it was so beautifully delivered that I didn't think it was you because you don't often <laughs> sing. I don't. But this is what it sounded like. Hello. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Is that Jason? And you're like, yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. Anyway, beautiful. I, I loved it. Appreciate Actually, it. I didn't know that you could sing like Mary Poppins. I, um, I, um, and, and that started yeah. this whole thing because you were like, you know what? I'm going to take over the, the, what, the overweight singer role yeah, now well, that Adele is yeah. not overweight. It, it was an attempt at self-deprecation, and it accidentally deprecated someone else who did not deserve to be deprecated. And that happens sometimes, right? It happens every time, yeah. yeah. Well, I had this idea that we could, you know, we've been doing COVID-related shows. Yeah, It's kind of been the running topic of all these shows, and we've had a guest almost every time. I think mm-hmm. the uh, last episode we accidentally, or no, we just we just didn't talk about COVID at yeah. all. Suddenly we we were sick of talking about it. I don't know what happened. Something, yeah. But we didn't talk about it at all. And I was thinking, we've also had these kind of sub-topics, like there's COVID plus boredom, because, you know, boredom and COVID go together like pork and beans, Mutt and Jeff. What's another antiquated? Peanut butter and jelly? I guess it's not antiquated. Oh, that's good. That that one's timeless. Peas and carrots. Anyway, peas and carrots. Very good. Anyway, uh, and I was like, you know what we should do is a horror COVID theme, uh, because you had sent me this article really interesting about zombie pandemics and and how a lot of movies and stories and stuff kind of get pandemics wrong when they when they reflected in zombieism or whatever yeah i thought it'd be cool to do a whole show horror and covid um we've and i think we still should maybe i don't know we've we've lost that opportunity today and i don't care (laughs) because i've been having fun on the show talking about adele and talking about facebook and shit it's great however don't we have some bells and whistles today? Yes. I brought one that is kind of horror related. So, And I brought uh, one that's kind of COVID related. So, Also, when you're done listening to the one I brought, you will think that I live in a horror house and that I've invited you in. So, <laughs> Okay, so who? You, why don't we start with yours? You want to okay. go first? Sure. Uh, there is, I did want to do some chatting about something beforehand, and it might go okay. sideways. But I can nip it in the bud because I'm watching the time here. So maybe we should do yours first. Okay, is that, that's fine. Is that okay. So I should I just hit it, it or is, do you... it is a Larco ad? Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd, I'd go for it. Should I just hit it and just go? Yeah. Well, my name's Judd Crandall. I live just across the road. This here is my long-suffering wife, Norma. For about a hundred years, we've lived right outside of Ludlow, Maine. You won't find that town on any map. You might even say it was the product of some disturbed bastard's twisted imagination. But believe me when I say whatever words Steve chooses for me next. You see, Ludlow's a woodsy, quiet place where there's not a whole lot of people around. And that's a good thing. What with COVID-19 spreading like a big fart in a tiny basement. You ask me, The less people, the better. If you'd rather keep other people away from you, but you don't live out in the middle of sweet nowhere like we do, we recommend you get yourself a cat. 
people stay away from cats because they're assholes. Better yet, get yourself an undead cat. Nobody likes those. They make children unhappy, and they smell like the ground they were buried in. Question is, what zombie cat do you choose with so many on the market? Times like these, best choice is the worst. So go online today and order the new human repellent undead cat from Larco. These cats won't just scare everyone else either. They'll scare the bejesus out of you too. They'll stare at you from the darkness with glowing red eyes. Toss a dead rat into the tub for you while you're taking a bath. Hell, these cats will jump out of your fucking broom closet to scratch your face and make you soil your pants. <laughs> and the soil of a man's pants, Lewis, is stinkier. <laughs> no one wants to come within six feet of a man who just shat himself. Once you've purchased your Larco human repellent undead cat, it'll follow you around forever. Because what you buy is what you own. <laughs> what you own, Lewis, always comes back to you. And when it comes to unholy, unnatural, unfucking clean cats, sometimes undead is better. <laughs> Sold. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently uh, they have Judd Crandall reading for Larco now. Yeah. Hey, can I um break the fourth wall? Sure. Is, is asking the question, can I break the fourth wall, breaking the fourth wall? I think it is. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I already did, right? You are an amazing... Voice, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. That's the best review ever. That's better than a review on Reddit. If I had heard, if I had heard that and not known it was you, I wouldn't have known it was you. I mean, that's. that's, Well, it was. It might as well have been Judd Crandall. Might as well have been, honestly, because that was just perfect. You're. The word choice, the pronunciation, the the tone, tenor, and timber of your tonsils was uh, totally terrific. <laughs> well, you're very good at alliteration, my friend. Uh, I am. However, you know what? Well, part of this is that I have just always wanted to hear Judd Crandall say the word "fuck." Well, I just, you got it. Yeah. You know how much I love that word, right? I do. And I just love the way Judd Crandall talks. Now that that is to say. It's not that Judd Crandall has a a, a genuine like main accent, and uh, Judd Crandall, played by Fred Gwynn, yeah, to me that is an iconic performance, and it's almost cartoonish, and it's it's scary, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's a caricature of of a rural in, individual from Maine, and like, yeah. uh, but he just wasn't cussing, and I was like, man, I want to hear that guy say fuck, yeah. So I, so there's to a, break the fourth wall, I made that happen. Yeah, you did. And there's a depth of sincerity to that voice such that you know that no matter what that person is saying, they're not joking and they believe it, whether whether it's true or not, right? Like if someone, like, okay, did you see, uh, what was it, the um, 
the movie with the the girl with the bat and uh, the guy who has the power. <clears throat> Harley Quinn. Yeah. What was that movie? The Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, and there's a, shit. It's, yeah, and there's a scene. Well, it's got Margot Robbie's ass in it, like in every other shot. And I'm not joking. That's really like watch the movie, and it's like the camera that's is the on best her ass. Part of the movie, well, yeah, definitely. She is anyway. a very she's a very good performer, and her ass was on feature. But anyway, <laughs> there's a, a a brief scene where they're doing her backstory and how you know she and the Joker got together and he was like a real asshole and there's one thing where he's his face is looking at the camera and he said something like i'm not gonna kill you i'm just gonna hurt you or something like that or i'm gonna hurt you real yeah, bad yeah. right and it comes across as like um in in terms of what i'm talking about here it comes across as like bravado and it, maybe it's true but he's trying to scare her in addition to the fact he's gonna hurt her and all that and he's crazy and it's it's in character and it's in theme with the movie whatever but but at the same time, there's a little part of you watching that going, well, it's just bravado. They're just words. Yes, I'm going to get hurt, but him saying it now is not to inform me. It's it's to affect me emotionally, and I can choose not to be affected emotionally. When John Crandall says, well, I'm going to rape you now, that yet's yeah, true. He's not doing that to scare the fuck out of you. And the irony is it scares the fuck out of you, right? Yeah, I don't know that he ever I said that. I want to hear Judd Crandall say to me, right. I'm going to rape you. So maybe you've heard this joke. God, we don't have enough time to do everything. But this joke about the uh, the guy who moves to Maine and he's he's uh, painting his house. And this guy walks by and he says, uh, uh, hoping to invite you over to a party we're going to have. And the the guy who's new in town is like, I understand Maine people from Maine are very um, reserved and, and not accepting. And you go generations of a family being in a town and people still call you the outsider, right? So he's very pleased by this. He says, thank you. Yeah, I'll be there. And, and the guy just stands there for a while watching the paint. He says, just uh, so you know, there's going to be a lot of drinking and carrying on at this party. And the, the guy's like, well, well not something I expected, but okay. Yeah, thank you. That's that's great. I, I like to party. And the, the dude stands there for a while and he says, in fact, things might get a little out of control. Might go crazy. And I know I'm doing the accent terribly. And the guy's like, okay, no, no that sounds, that sounds yeah. super. It's going to be great. And he's like, uh, hope you don't have a problem with uh, sexual depravity and that kind of thing. And the guy's like, how many people are going to be at this party? And the guy goes, well, just you and me. <laughs> right and if you did that yeah. whole joke going back and forth and you went into the judd crandall voice every time that joke would be funny and would scare the shit out of you you know but anyway that's awesome i think that is my f my fascination with judge judd crandall in that movie yeah. as played by fred gwen is like some it can be funny it can be terrifying yeah it can it can be just regarded as like this really kind of powerful performance yes i, I mean just on uh just on an artistic level anyway yeah. wasn't fred gwynn also uh fred monster munster the him yes yeah. fred gwynn was Mon herman monster herman not fred monster yeah herman monster and yeah. wasn't he also the and judge in my cousin Vinny? yes another powerhouse performance yeah fred gwynn as the fucking judge in my cousin Vinny. yeah just great man I, yeah. I gotta tell you and when the new pet cemetery came out and it was john lithgow who's great yes I mean, john lithgow's awesome but i was like it doesn't matter how good john lithgow is like you can't follow fred gwynn's performance you know and you you know what? I should never underestimate people because people were like, okay, Heath Ledger is following Jack Nicholson playing the Joker. 
I, w- I don't want to take us down this rabbit hole, but like, I was like, look, John Lithgow can't do this. He's either going to do a Fred Gwynn impersonation or he's going to try and do a completely different take, but it'll never be as iconic as Fred Gwynn. Yeah. It turned out to be the, the, the latter there. I well, mean, John Lithgow is perfectly serviceable, and that was a scary movie, and they took a different angle on the whole story. It was really cool, but you cannot fuck with Fred Gwynn playing Judd Crandall. No, no, he... He's amazing. It, funny you mentioned John Lithgow. I mentioned on podcast years ago that um, if one were to be a voice actor, like you're going to read, trying to impersonate John Lithgow is a great way to to kind of get into his zone because he's a great. He's got a great voice and he's it's the intonation and everything. And I, I yeah, and it's was, unmistakable. Yeah, you, you know, it's very unique. Yeah, I was listening to him read some Doctor Seuss or something, and that reminded me. Um, of some advice is going to give to you. It's funny how this all comes together because as you were reading the Larco, Joe, it occurred to me that when you have your baby, you should use that voice when you're talking to your, when you're reading to your baby, because you're going to get bored, right? <laughs> you're like, okay, I'm going to read the cat in the hat for the 48,000th time. Do it in voices. And I was thinking about this last night and I was trying to think what voice I was going to suggest. Um, oh, what's his name? Like uh, Gordon... Wait, who was his name? Oh, his name was Bosco Funches. Bosco Funches, right? Which was, because yeah. you mentioned he had this voice and that you had that voice when you were a kid. And um, and it reminded me, maybe you've seen this. We're going off on a way different tangent here, but. It's okay, go for it. You know, I, I'm watching some adult um, videos on the old uh, internet there because cause I'm a pervert. And, yeah. and the yeah. ad comes up, right? And it's an ad I'd seen before, but it never occurred to me how ridiculous it is because the guy's got that voice, the Bosco Funches voice, and it's not a it's not a put on voice. It's that's the way the guy talks. But he said it's an advertisement. He goes, he goes, do you want to hear the secret of making your wife come every time you have sex with her? And she's like, nope, sure don't. <laughs> do you want to know how to get her to beg you for anal every single time? <laughs> just cracking my ass up. It's like. Who hired this guy, and or is it his own company? And like, why does he not recognize people? Aren't going to listen to your ad for you know subliminal Viagra pheromones when you talk like that? But then I thought, wow. never mind that. You should read. You should read in that voice too. Okay. Speaking of reading, I am going to read to my son in in Bosco Funches. You should and also in Judd Grandel and and, and, and uh, John Lithgow yeah. and and everybody else and whatever voice I was trying to think of the other night, but I can't. Um, I could I could do you know Stroke Bob. Uh, Donnie yeah. Bag of Donuts. I, I, I could do lots All of those. All those, yeah. I can't do Broken Rob, though. Broken Robot. <laughs> that would be fun. Read a story in Broken Robot. You probably Robot. could do an anyway. impression. You could be like, um, well, I won't try to do the impression. We got a few minutes. Let me let me do this. So um, I, don't, I don't have a problem with Kenny Loggins. I, I've never met the man. And he was famous for a long time before I'd even heard of him because I led a, sort of an insulated life, I guess, up to that point. But... Um, for a lot of people who are like me, God help you, um, their first introduction to Kenny Loggins was Danger Zone, right? From the Top Gun movie? Yeah, or Caddyshack. Was Danger right Zone around. was Danger Zone in the Caddyshack? No, no, no. He did the theme song for Caddyshack, too. So oh. a lot of people, the first time they heard, like, I don't know, Top Gun, Caddyshack, these are both. Yeah, Footloose. I guess Footloose, too, yeah. right? Yeah. What was the anyway. theme song for Caddyshack? Is that I'm all right? I'm all right. Yeah, okay. Nobody worry about me. Right. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking at some of these songs by Kenny Loggins and 
You know, he, he plays guitar real good and he writes good songs and they're catchy. He's got billions of dollars some more power to him. So I can't judge, but I'm looking at these words going, God damn, they're fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Well, I guess. Revving up your engine. Listen to her howling roar. Metal mm-hmm. under tension, begging you to touch and go. All right, that's fine. I'm cool with that. That's fine. All right. He's being poetic. And then the chorus, highway to the danger zone. What the fuck? <laughs> what does that mean? Highway to the danger zone. What? Yeah. By the way, that's uh, that's also the theme to a movie where they're flying through the sky. Yeah, but. It has nothing to do with a fucking highway. I just had to. Just there's that. There is actually that. And I'm all good with metaphors. Like highway to this. Like highway to hell okay. or highway to heaven. Right? That's fine. You're like you're, I'm going to get on a thing that is dedicated. To take me to. And then the to take me to the danger zone. I'm even fine with that in as much as it's like. Hey, we're purposely going into the danger zone. But then the next line goes, ride into the danger zone. It's like, yeah, fucker. What? Ride. It's like, it's a play. Like, hey, let's go for a ride. Where? The danger zone, you know? It just, okay, I just thought they were dumb. And I could go on for longer, but. I got to tell you, when I was a kid, that that movie and that song came out at the perfect time. When I was a kid, I listened to that song. I had like the 45 on vinyl. Yeah. And it had playing with the boys as the B side, by the way. Okay. And that's the, the, the cliche is that's the, that's the homoerotic, uh, scene, right? Yeah. Playing with the boys. Anyway, I listened to danger zone over and over again and danced around in the mirror and pretended like I was singing it Mm -hmm. when I was like, I don't know, six or seven years old, I guess. So, I'm guessing that you have something Kenny Loggins and Danger Zone related here to it's present not, to us. It's not Danger Zone. It's not Danger Zone. It's just the idea that, like like I said, the, the song is catchy. I like it. I like listen to it. It comes on the radio. I don't turn it off. I think most lyrics are stupid, so it's really a little bit disingenuous for me to point out the the, the, the lyrics to this song. Um, and it's, it's hypocritical, too, because one of the things that you and I like to do, you're really, really good at it, and I've sort of tried to do it recently, is change the lyrics to things. And that's just yeah. it. I think it's super respectful in some way to say, hey, your lyrics were so good slash shitty that I felt like it would be improved or made worse by my changing them to fit a particular aesthetic. But I'm not changing the music. I'm not even changing the approach tonically to the lyrics. So I'm going to play you a song now. I did not know it was Kenny Loggins until I went and did the research. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Okay. It's just a song I had in my head, and I thought, you know, I'm going to change the words. And um, then I found it's Kenny Loggins, and here you go. Oh, that's loud. This COVID has killed half my friends. I just get so bored. Seems like it will last forever and ever. Netflix and chill with my right hand. Now my hand wants social distancing. Something else to do. Here I am at home with you. My corduroy best friend. Now I know my life was useless before my dumb hobby. We're so lame I can't see I'm tired of waiting for my flashlight from Amazon Dry pillow humping on a Saturday night 
you'll never see a more pathetic sight Dry pillow humping almost every night I know forever we'll be doing it Dry pillow humping on a Saturday night Or the comforter you know I just might Dry pillow humping almost every night I know forever we'll be doing it right Corona is not my friend But it's for some new discovering Wrestling on the couch Don't want to throw my back out Let's just get the foreplay I think about the times to come Cause you're soft and I'm the lucky one Ever our love will last All these pillows, it's an Saturday night Hope no one enters and turns on the light Dry pillow pumping almost every night I know forever we'll be doing it Hey honey, <laughs> oh my god What are you doing? Oh, that's disgusting What is wrong with you? My grandmother gave me that pillow Oh, I'm gonna puke I'm calling your mother What's wrong with you? Saturday night Now you're yellow but you used to be white Dry pillow humping almost every night I know forever we'll be doing it, doing it Dry pillow humping on a Saturday night Or the recliner you know I just might Dry pillow humping almost every night I know forever we'll be doing it, doing it, doing it Dry hump Thank you. Yeah, so I think that if Kenny Loggins had called me up, he never would have had a career. So I really can't talk about his lyrics all that much. Oh, man, that made me so happy. Good. Uh, good. Uh, by, by the way, I want to say, you did a great job with the background vocals. I mean, good God. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I got to tell you. Because I, you did just dub over a bunch of different Jasons, right? Yeah, to, absolutely. To create yeah. all the background vocals. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. In fact, I don't put I, a lot of effort into singing unless I'm doing backgrounds. Right, I, right. That's where I well, shine. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Thank Man. you. Yeah, and we, and we got some. We got a good collection of COVID songs. We do, don't we? Absolutely. Not just you and me, but with uh, like friends and family and everybody. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. Chipping in. Yeah, and can I just wanted to add? I, I, I don't. Think I, may, I said this on Twitter or something, like anybody follows me, but, um, you know, Kenny Loggins, nope. no, <laughs> anyway, Kenny Loggins, you yeah. know, wrote that song with, I think, uh, Michael I McDonald, uh, I, maybe, um, 
some I was just throwing that out there. Mannheim? No, Christy McSomething or another. McVeigh. Christine McVeigh, Fleetwood Mac. That think, sounds like kind of Christine McVeigh-esque Well, tune. that's the, I think he wrote it with her, but the most famous version of the song is him singing that with Stevie Nicks. Um, and, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And I, I, I tried to kind of do a doubling there where I was both me and Stevie Nicks, both me and myself as Stevie. But he, you know, Ken Loggins... Pretty good singer, right? Definitely serviceable. Yeah, he's good. good, good, very good songwriter. The lyrics, whatever. Um, very good musician. Stevie Nicks. I knew she was good, obviously, but I listened to that song like twenty-seven times in a row, and every single time I'm like, God, Stevie, Stevie, ah, Stevie. That's why I just kept saying Stevie over and over again, Stevie. Yeah, she's a rock icon she's for just, a reason. Yeah, yeah, and and I don't care what is she's skinny, fat, tall, short, ugly. She's Stevie. Stevie. That's right. Stevie. I wonder what she's doing these days. Yeah, goddamn right. It's like Stevie Nicks has got to be ninety something by now. Still probably rocking it. Still probably just got. And let's, folks, if you don't know this, if you're too young, before Lana Del Rey got up on Saturday Night Live and just spun around in a circle for half an hour, Stevie Nicks did it with flowing robes and scarves and stuff. Okay, so yes. I don't even want to hear. About, she pioneered that shit. She pioneered how. it. Yeah, and you know. More power to uh, what's his name from uh, that band Aerosmith. What's his name? Steven Tyler. Yeah. Maybe that's the rule. Like if you're if you're a lead singer and you got a Steve in your name, you have to wear flowing robes and scarves and stuff. Maybe that's the deal. Because he does it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. He even made a song lots, about lots it. of Steve talk today. Yeah. What was our other Steve? Steve's come up a few times. Judd Crandall was talking about Steve earlier. He was. Then we got Stevie Nicks. Then we got Steven Tyler. When was Judd Crandall talking about Steve? Uh, I think he was referring to Stephen King. Oh, that's Steve. You're right. Yes, yes. Oh, because you said whatever yeah, yeah. Steve has written for me to say. There you go. Okay. I thought for a yeah. second you were trying to say Lewis is actually Steve. It's like, don't give away Lewis's secret identity. <laughs> yeah. But Lewis is still- But I do. That, that's See, we really, we're really getting this show together. Larco had an ad that, was, that addresses the one listener. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're a well-oiled machine. At this we point. are. We're a well-oiled. That's right. So we're well um, at least we're we're about done here. Um, I uh, all right. Um, let's not talk about what just happened and let people think it was a seamless, like it didn't happen. That's good. Hey man, I I wanted to uh, thank you for attending the virtual baby shower. Yeah, with your beautiful wife, Alice and Allison Christ. Um, thank you for thanking me. We, we had a lot of fun. It was good times. I think it's awesome how, like, uh, at a baby shower, you shower the the mom, you know, with gifts. And they're gifts for the baby. You can say that there's the baby's gifts. And so it's like the one time in your life where you'll get more gifts than ever at one point. You're not even there for. I mean, you're there, but you're, you know, curled up in a ball and covered with fluid. Yeah, you won't, yeah. You won't make a memory of that. <laughs> right. Later in your life, you might be curled up in a ball and covered with fluid, but that fluid will probably be your own puke, and you don't care if you're getting gifts or not, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, so thank you uh, for having us there. It was it was virtual, people, just in case you're wondering. We didn't all get together and cough on this pregnant woman. Yep. Big Zoom meeting. Big Zoom. It was good seeing the folks. And there's some people I didn't, um, I never met before, but I like I like what I heard from them, so 
I'm not going to name names. Maybe we'll talk about it later. But, yeah, you got cool friends. It's too bad you're never going to see them again once you have the baby. But, you know. I know, right? Yeah. Some of them you will because they got kids. And, you know, I thought it was fun. There's a bunch of JBC people that were that were on the Zoom, too. You know, Ryan, Brandy, yep. Brandy Corner Brandy was a hosting. Gus. Um, got to see Shags, which is, you know. Always special. Shags is so amazing. And I definitely appreciate we have to do these 5 a.m. Uh, recordings because of life and stuff. But I don't know what you got to do to, like, I don't know, maybe give your wife some sleeping pills or something. Or... You know, send her on an all-expenses-paid vacation to not your garage so we can do an evening podcast so we can have shags. I think we can do that yeah, again. Yeah. I know we've been doing a lot of morning podcasts. Yeah. And, 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 and that works out well for Ian Sane in the Membrane from absolutely, Maine. Absolutely, yeah. But, uh, That's and by the way, Ian Sane in the Membrane from Maine, I really, I'm going to make sure that... I'm going to request that he listen to this episode. I don't know how many of our shows he listens to, but I want, I would like to get his response about the main accent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's Judge Crandall. I think he'd be able to better judge it just because if I'm not mistaken, he's not a main native. So he no, hears it not, with that, but with that special ear. Yeah, exactly. So he, he would be able to, you know, like a, a person from Maine, like I don't hear an accent, uh, but he, he would and just real quick going back 30 seconds i'm not trying to imply in any way that it's your wife's fault that you don't do a podcast in the evening it's your fault right it's yours it's not hers she's very supportive and caring and loving and accommodating you're the one who's like no to be there for like a, a fucking husband <laughs> so by the way yeah. completely unprompted laura was like are you not doing the podcast at night anymore for some reason like we because she's used to having like one night of the week, mm-hmm. me disappear into the garage. She's like, "Why are you not doing that?" I'm like, "Um, I don't know." Uh, Ian saying the membrane from Maine and uh, Timidian makes it easier. Dad wakes up the butt crack, so we've got guests where that really works out. But I was like, "Honey, we're just—I don't know—we just happen to be doing a lot of butt crack shows." Well, that's nice of you. You didn't even—you didn't even tell her it's her, her fault. That's wonderful. Well, no, I don't want her to think that. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I'm being, I'm being dumb. Um, it's funny. My wife said to me the other day, how come you're not doing shows at night? She said, when you do the shows at night, sometimes I bring our son in. Uh, we have a nice little snuggle time because, you know, you've abandoned us. But if you do it in the morning, I'm not waking up to snuggle with that little shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. We'll try again. Because we need to get Shags on anyway. So we have to do it. But well, how I about do- this? Let's have Shags on next week. And we'll record Thursday night. Okay. Damn it. Just like the good old days. All right. Before the fucking global pandemic. Are, and are we going to do horror? Because Shags is into the blood and guts, right? Uh, yeah, let's just do another random one, though. Okay. I've got, and I say that because I've got something in mind that I'm putting together that is not horror related. And I would like to present Ooh. it on the show with Shags recorded Thursday okay. night. Is that going to be the show where you fart into the microphone? Hey, well, yes, now that you bring it up, that's not what I was thinking, but certainly I'm going to fart into the microphone. Okay. Bye, everybody. Zombie cats!
Call it Pet Sima Trip Hop. Huh. What up, what up, uh huh. Uh, yeah. Huh. I use real hedge clippers as percussion. It sounds good. I would dance and or be murdered to this. Let's face it, when I dance, people die. Love you, Jason. Love you, too. Oh, where's the stop button? Oh, there it is.